a job, wife, husband, partner, kids, bills, restaurants, punch cards, balls. We're all tethered to something. And sometimes it takes a bully to untether us. Did Brian become untethered from his life? seven-year-old bungee jumper and tactical paper mache enthusiast was on his way to the Rainforest Cafe in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, when he went missing. Hello and welcome back to True Deception. Uh, we're so glad that you are joining us once again. Uh, I am Clark McCarthy and I am sitting here with Owen Ingmar. How are you doing, Owen? I'm doing well. Um, it's nice to be here in the new year. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm hopeful and optimistic. Um, how are you? Uh, I'm doing very well. I'm very excited about the new year. Uh, I got all my resolutions written down. If you can see the cork board behind me, it's pretty full. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, of course, you know, number one, solve the case. That is the resolution this year. We are going to solve this case this year. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and I feel like, you know, it's like dieting and exercise. We've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. But I think this is the time. To <laughs> this will be the year that we solve this case. Yes. And I noticed under that you said, determine if I am a replicant. Um, what's that uh, resolution? So I was watching uh, Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049. Mm -hmm. And I was sort of, you know, like in a movie when, when somebody's like swimming through water and you sort of hold your breath to see if you can hold your breath as long as they can hold their breath. Mm -hmm. well, I sort of did that with the test they gave the replicants in 2049. I was sort of testing myself alongside it. And I did not leave that scene I, I left that scene thinking, okay, maybe I am a replicant and maybe that's okay. something I should be concerned about. So, okay. and I would, I would check, but I, you know, obviously I'm scared of cutting myself open. Mm -hmm. uh, that's sort of been a, a little fear I've had for quite a while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You're famously afraid of cutting into your own body. Um, yes. It's one of your quirks. Yeah. So I've been sort of researching a little bit of my memories to see if they were mine or they were implanted. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom so far has been very <sighs> cagey, I think. Oh, yeah. Because she's like, she's like, Clark, this is not a good use of your time. And I'm like, OK, well, I think if you were really my mother, you would just say you're not a replicant. But right. she's been saying a lot of that. Hmm. Yeah, that is suspicious. So, that, you know, I, I'm keeping an eye out. So, <laughs> well, that's, yeah. So that's um, one of the big ones that I've got. Oh, also, I think of, go ahead. Oh, no, please. What do you think of? Oh, I was just going to say, I was also on number third on the list is uh, tried frozen yogurt. <laughs> so, if there's time. 
if there's time, if I get through the first two, I'm definitely going to do third on that list, which is trying frozen yogurt. That's great. That's a good one. Um, Please keep me updated on if you're a replicant, because my resolution is to hunt replicants this year. Um, So uh, that would get sticky. Hopefully we could solve the case first. But um, I was thinking, boy, when the replicants come around, they're going to look to hire cops. And I can really pad my resume if I come in saying, like, look at all these replicants I've hunted. Yeah. I Hey, you know what? Uh, uh, if I'm going to be hunted by anyone, I'm glad it's you, buddy. Uh, I'll absolutely let you know if I'm a replicant. I don't want to live in a world as an artificial man. So, uh, Well, I don't want I you to take it easy on me. I want you to run. Oh, and, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully get the drop on you, maybe attack you, knock your gun out of your hand. Please. Then maybe deliver a nice long monologue in the rain before mm-hmm. I ultimately die. Yes. That sounds, I mean, it's like somebody's reading my bucket list. It's that. <laughs> yes. We'll solve the case. Maybe bump frozen yogurt up to number two, and then I'll hunt you uh, to a climax in the rain. Yeah, I like that. And, I, and kudos to you, I'll say you do uh, have already bought a duster uh, that I think will look nicely on you when you're hunting replicants. Thank you. Yes, I got that duster. Um, and uh, so far, I have not found any replicants. Um, I did attack a parking attendant who I thought was a replicant, um, but I gave them the test. You, We should tell our listeners, you and I did a Netflix watch party of Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049. So that's why we're both up to speed on it. Um, but the parking, uh, uh, the meter made the parking enforcement officer, I think passed the test. It was really hard for me to tell what the pass, what a pass looks like, but I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Um, yeah. And I, I know, you know, listeners and maybe fans of ours will say, Hey, you know, since you guys did that Netflix watch party, you guys are obviously taking this a little too far, similar to how when you guys watch James Bond films, you both put on suits and ran around uh, <laughs> getting day drunk and trying to solve crimes. And you yes. know what? I think that's unfair. I think it's yeah. unfair. I think this is a completely different situation. Completely different. You don't see me sneaking up on women while they're showering, assuming that they want to have sex with me after we had sort of a coarse conversation in a bar. Uh, This is totally different. Yes. And you don't see me wrestling women to the ground in a, in a horse stable. And then after they're fighting me off, assuming they want to have sex with me, you know, like, yeah. You don't see that from either of us. So no. this is a completely different situation. <laughs> completely different. That yeah. was a pig stable that you were wrestling women in. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, that's we're comparing apples to oranges. Yeah, absolutely. But I do still have my gun from the James Bond thing. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yes. And I have that uh, watch that's also a calculator. <clears throat> Well, listen, I feel like we have a great thing happening this year. I like it. We are already we're early in the year, but we already have plans going and I love mm-hmm. that. Um, I think we should just hop right into this episode. How are you feeling? You ready to do that? That sounds great. 
Great. Well, uh, uh, so uh, why don't you go ahead, uh, uh, introduce yourself, and let us know your relation to the case. Uh, I'm Dax Todd. Um, um, I knew uh, Brian Lind. Um, I'm known as his bully, or as the news, national newspapers have now labeled me the skydiving boy. Yes, so, yes. Uh, Thank you yeah. so much for being on. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, now, go ahead, please. Your name is uh, Dax Todd? Dax Todd, yeah. D-A-X-T-O-D-D. Dax Todd. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, just making sure I have it correct. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was French or something. Um, so... Oh, no. When you say uh, skydiving bully, mm -hmm. um, we know that Brian was a bungee jumper. Was he also a skydiver or were you somebody who would skydive on top of Brian to bully him? I wish I could have skydived on top of him. No, I bullied him because he wouldn't try skydiving. He tethered himself to the earth and kept bungee jumping. <laughs> like a bungee boy. <laughs> That's what I called him. I would call him bungee boy. Wow. Free yourself from the earth, buddy, bungee boy. <laughs> Did you yeah, ever call him bungee Brian? As... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I called him bungee Brian. <laughs> bungee boy Brian. Okay. Why don't you become a man and jump out of a plane without being tethered? That's mm -hmm. what I would say. Wow. Yeah. So let me ask you, how did you meet Brian? How did this relationship, this bullying relationship start? I parked my RV outside of his house. Start seeing him every morning. I'm that's how it off. started? <laughs> yeah, that's how it started. A relationship. Oh. I parked, like, just randomly shows his street, his house. Start seeing him every morning. Wow. Okay. Bungee cords. A couple of times I had bungee just help some of his personal stuff as well. So just okay. for clarity, you you know you live in an RV. It, it, you said, yeah, I live in an RV. I'm a nomad. Okay, so you live in an RV. You sort of parked it maybe uh, arbitrarily in front of his house. You saw him with his bungee equipment. You were like, I don't like this guy, and I'm going to bully him. Is that kind of the vibe I'm getting here? Yeah. Okay. Exactly the kind of vibe I gave out. I said, Look, man, why are you untethering yourself? He said, Well, I'm a bungee jumper. I'm going to do a bridge. Said, you know what? You need to fucking untether yourself in this world and get real, buddy. Become a man. <laughs> yeah. And I can see you're still pretty heated about that. As you discuss it, you've been sort of punching your hand, you know. <laughs> yeah, you mind if I get, a, get some ice real fast? <laughs> oh, sure. Some, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were punching your hand uh, very hard. Very hard. Yeah, I already hurt myself. What's <laughs> oh, that? Wow, this guy's intimidating. It's oh, very guy. intimidating. Yeah. Um, right, is it pretty common for skydivers to look down on bungee jumpers? I would say so. I mean, I'll be honest, I only solo skydive. I don't have a lot of friends in the skydiving community. They say I'm a little too extreme for them. Well, so, but, you know, I've never met another skydiver, but I know that would choose to tether themselves, you know, and jump off something. 
Okay. Well, surely you have like a pilot, right? You can't, you can't skydive totally solo. Yeah. But I have to pay them. I don't talk to them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Uh, yeah. Can you just tell me, you seem like a lot of your, a lot of your conflict with Brian was sort of the tethering yourself to the earth and you, and you're, you know, you love skydiving is, is your love of skydiving sort of that you are untethered from the earth that you're. Yeah. You're getting it. You're getting it. Yeah, exactly. Free yourself, free yourself from all attachments. That's why skydiving is such a great representation of that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You you said you don't have many friends. What, what, what attachments are you freeing yourself from? Everything. But you live in an RV. You don't even have a apartment or it feels like you're pretty detached. Yeah, I'm detached. You got to keep getting. You you ever heard that that thing about Buddhists when they say they reach nirvana, they got to turn around and help the other person. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) I have attached myself. Now I'm turning around and helping all you guys untether yourself. Once you become untethered from attachments, you're going to be as free and as calm as me. (laughs) I can't help but mention that when you said free and calm as me, you picked up an empty Chef Boyardee ravioli can and roundhouse kicked it. (laughs) (laughs) You want to see the wall I kick it into? I call it my Zen wall. Oh, that's like a Zen garden, but there's just a bunch of dented cans stuck into it. Yeah, yeah. My RV at night now it rains in. When it rains, it rains inside. Um, So you think that the way to help others is to bully them into it? Well, you got to be aggressive, you know? (laughs) People people don't want to listen. They want to stay. They want to stay attached they don't want to like let go of things and it's easy for Mm. us to become complacent and you know stay conformed so you gotta you gotta push them you gotta pressure on that's not a buddhist philosophy though is it (laughs) i only use that as an example buddy i'm not buddhist (laughs) (laughs) i would wear i would be caught wearing a robe Well, it does appear that you're wearing a robe, but it seems yeah, to be like uh, a <laughs> a silk robe. Is that it says Marlboro on it? Is that one of those things you cash in a bunch of Marlboro dollars and you get a robe? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't smoke for the man I buy all my stuff is Marlboro. <laughs> I just buy, I buy it and then I cash <laughs> it and get the product. The only thing around here is Marlboro. See my sheets, my bed sheets. <laughs> on top. All the hats I own, Marlo. Oh. Can I ask, is the yeah, RV also... Yeah. Sorry, is the RV also Marlboro? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, it's sort of what? faded now. You just have the Marlboro man completely on the side of a big portrait. Uh, that's faded over the years. So... Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the Marlboro RV that they advertised looked like a giant cigarette, sort of like the Oscar Mayer mobile. Um, yeah. so you're driving around in a giant cigarette. 
Yep, puff, puff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to... Uh, I did. I re, I thought they had to recall those because it did puff a bunch of smoke out of the front of it, uh, which was seen as sort of a a hazard. Yeah, but I didn't. Get, I didn't take my back in. This movie is my home. You know, you don't recall your home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Well, I, it's mm-hmm. the one thing I got. <laughs> okay. How I get around, but yeah, I gotta, when you drive, I can only drive for about. Uh, 25 minutes at a time distance wise because the, the whole cab just fills up with smoke. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I can last about 25 minutes in hearing that, those fumes. After that, I gotta take a break. Usually about a two, uh, two to three hour break before I get back on the road. Wow. So you. Yeah. It seems like it was kind of going out of your way then to stop at Brian's house and park out in front of it if getting around is so tricky. It just happens to be that I was the 25 minutes that, you know, that I could handle and I just parked there. You could say this going on there, but I felt like it was meant to be when I said I'm packing up his bungee stuff. And I said, hey, bungee boy, <laughs> why don't you get real and untether yourself and have a better life? <laughs> So and then you, you know, a cold stare. Let them respond. No, just I. You know, you know, you you you're sort of a gruff bully, but it seems like you know your bullying is is based in in wanting to help people. Uh, have you bullied a lot of people in your life? Yeah, I, most of my family I don't know because uh, we're strange because I bullied them. So <laughs> I, the first person I ever bullied was my father. <laughs> What kind of stuff would you say to your father? Like, hey, Dad, stop caring about it so much. And get your own life. And get better at it. Why do you think Mom's crying? Why was Mom crying? Because I was bullying her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I usually bully her about wearing too much makeup. Stop wearing that makeup, Mom! You're putting it on it! That's what I, kind of stuff I'd say. Wow. Wow. That's remarkable. So even as a young child, you were very, um, you know, outspoken and, and very much about being free of things, it feels. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't want any toys. I usually break friends' toys if I thought they liked them too much. Yeah. yeah. Tetherball. A lot of people wanted to play uh I always code I think was cutting it, cutting it, the, the rope on the tether bar, tether ball and the in the playground. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm familiar. What you really got an issue with uh tethering. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do have an issue with tethering ourselves. Mm. We, we're constantly stuck in one place all the time. Thinking this is gonna bring us what we want? No, move on. <laughs> when did when did you first go skydiving? Uh, summer of '87. <laughs> oh, that's early. Summer How old are you? How old am I? Yeah. Well, thirty-six. 
So <laughs> you were three? Yes, I was three years old. I'm sorry if that's too extreme for you. But I'm at a young age that I didn't want to be tethered to this ground that we were on. <laughs> so I got a guy. Yeah, I'll admit it. Okay. What could I do? Did I do it solo? No. I had to be attached to another jumper, another skydiver. Yes. But that was my first time, summer 87. That's where I know you from. You were um, <clears throat> you were in that infamous plane that was crashing and everybody had to jump out of the plane. You were a baby and you were the youngest person to technically skydive. Yes. And if they ever recover that black box, they'll understand that it was me that made that plane go down. At three. Mm. <laughs> I'm only going to give you a cold stare right now and not confirm or neither nor deny. Well, it seems like you kind of confirmed. <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay, I did it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I just, I just knew what he had I mean, uh, Well, do you, do you have any idea what happened to Brian then? I mean, it, you seem like a suspect. Do you realize that, right? All this bullying, this talk of bullying and untethering yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, let's see. I get I'm a suspect. But if I was going to do it, if I was going to get rid of Brian Lynn, the bungee boy, I wouldn't, you don't know. I'll let you know. I would have put him up. A, I would have put him up on a plane, shoved him out without a tether. We would have found the body. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so fair enough. <laughs> so we would know it was you because there would be a body. Yeah. Got it. I don't hide my bullying. I wouldn't hide my kills. Okay. I guess I have to ask, have you killed before? <sighs> I'm sorry, you appear to be taking out an entire pack of cigarettes right now and smoking all of them at the same time. Yeah. I normally don't smoke unless somebody brings this up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> The only person I ever now, mind you, this was not this is not on purpose. This was an accidental murder, manslaughter, if you want to call it. I think you probably should. <clears throat> but I, uh, I can't. Yes, this is a safe space. I killed a. I ran out of, I ran, my RV, I ran into, um, <laughs> I ran into a John Wayne impersonator. <laughs> mm. He didn't survive. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> well, you seem pretty torn up about that. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Have you? It seems like you're carrying around a lot he, of guilt. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't seek out to uh, 
untether him from this world. Hold on. I went to a Marlboro Man convention to get some more, you know, things for the new year to have a better life. <laughs> and uh, he just happened. I just happened. To, I don't have too much of a good time. Uh, and uh, I was just driving out of the parking lot. You know, heading back on the road for another 25 minutes or so with all my new swag. And uh, he just came out of nowhere in that parking lot. I, I tried to save him, but I couldn't. So I just drove away. All right, there you go. <laughs> Are you happy? <laughs> I mean, not especially. Uh, I'm sorry to hear it. That, that, that's pretty tough. I also feel, I mean, I don't think I'd be doing my due diligence if I didn't say you probably should have called someone to help him. Yeah. Not tried to help him yourself as much. I, um, I, don't have a, I don't have a phone. No, I haven't had a phone for years. Cell phone. Yeah. yeah. Is that because, you know, people believe cell phones are sort of tracking devices? Yes, and uh, I mean it's just another, just another way of being tethered to this world. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pay a phone mm-hmm. bill. Yeah, that the makes sense. Last thing he said to me before he he, la- he died and in my arms, and again it was an impersonator. It wasn't John Wayne, but man, his impression was spot on. He just said, "Howdy, pilgrim," and. Then, his last words were wow. an imp- impression yeah haunting huh haunting. very haunting yeah that's real commitment that is real commitment yeah i mean i, I some would say that john wayne died twice that day you know? uh, oh yeah oh okay well i mean i mean we're not here to litigate that you know, we're not here to, you know, uh, I'm curious with Brian's disappearance, you know, do you, do you have any theories? I mean, it seems like you spent some time with him and, and sort of got to know him a little bit. Do you have any theories as to what happened to Brian? Um, if I mean, I've had a theory about Brian, I would, I would say that he, uh, I would, I would assume that he just went and was a, you know, with his, got a little too tethered, went a little, and it just got wrapped up and probably one of those bungee, bungee cords, a little too tethered, and he's dead hanging somewhere. That's what I would assume. Mm. It was eventually going to, it was eventually going to happen. Or, uh, I had a tendency to cut his cord, so I might, or. <laughs> okay. I would I wouldn't say I cut him completely. I would uh you know get him you know you know get him down to the last couple of strains. So in the hopes that you know he'd catch it or you know come to terms with the fact that he shouldn't be tethered. <laughs> so you may have not killed him, but you may have attempted to. It sounds like. I attempted to 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 show him a different path in life. Right, and mm-hmm. untether him. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you. <clears throat> well, have you found anybody new to bully? Oh, I, I, there's this old lady where I'm currently parked. She lives alone. I've been sort of trying to bully her. She's she's really, to be honest, it's the first time anybody's ever bullied me back. This old woman. Oh she's wow! What kind of stuff she's saying? To me? Yeah. What I say? She just comes real harsh at me. She's like. Just the things that I probably would say, you know, like, hey, why don't you, uh, why don't you find a family? Why don't you learn what love is? Great, <laughs> hey, just... Wow. Like, I, I, I had a husband. What did you have? Nothing. Uh, Not even it... clever, but true. Interesting. Wait, I'm sorry. Is this kind of older woman? Is she neighbors with Brian or is this in a different area? Totally different area. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. About 25 minutes away. <laughs> sure. Sure, sure. Um, uh, Her name's Ruby. Her name's uh, Ruby. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, I mean, how does it make you feel like to be on the other end of it? Have you ever, I mean, it seems like you've never been on the other end of bullying before. It is. Whew. Yeah, it's hard. It makes you, I mean, I'm starting to see the side where it makes like why people are so resistant to my bullying. Yeah. Uh, I get really angry. I want to lash out. Uh-huh. And I have. And I have. Mm-hmm. Me, and Ru- me and Ruby. We've gotten into a couple of tussles. Oh. If she, if old, I'll tell you, for an old lady, someone that uses a walker, she holds her own. Wow. <laughs> good for her. Yeah, good for her. So you're, you got your feelings hurt a little bit by Ruby, huh? Yeah, yeah. Especially her calling out that I don't know, I don't, you know, I don't have love in my life. <laughs> Wow, that is very that's very biting. That is a very biting remark. Yeah. Do you have you? I, I'm curious. Like, uh, you know, you do live in an RV. Why don't Why not just drive away? Because once you once you start to bully someone, you got to break them before you can move on. <laughs> and either either Ruby's gonna break me, or I'm gonna break Ruby before I move on. Okay, got I'm it. Broken. Interesting. That is that is an. I guess I don't know enough about the bully code. Eh? Well, I could show you. you know, I could teach you how to be a bully. Um. I, I guess I'd be curious. Some pointers. I don't know if I could actively bully people, but uh, you know, I guess I'd be curious what it's like. Like, uh, let's say, um, how how would I go about bullying? Maybe Owen. Do you mind if we we use you here? Can no, please. Yeah, how how would I bully Owen, I'd say? How would I bully Owen? All right. I'd be like, hey, Owen. Yes. Owen. Yes. Podcast boy. Yes. Hey, stop recording and actually have a real conversation with somebody in real life. <sighs> wow. Why are you trying to stop solving a mystery you know you never will? 
Also, what if your gut looks like a row of donuts? Sometimes wow. you can go physical. I personally, I try to stay away from physical stuff. Uh huh. I think it's a bully cliche. You didn't try that hard. It was like the third thing you said to me. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? I'm feeling bullied right now. Mm. I mean, it is effective. I do want to immediately get on a diet and stop working on this case. Uh, and what do you feel? You feel what? Untethered? Um, <laughs> I don't know if I feel untethered. I, I sort of feel weighted down by uh, those harsh words and judgments, but I I can see the effectiveness of it in some regard. Great. Um, well, I'll yes, just keep I, boring. You know, now that I, now that I have a, you know, we can contact via air, I can just keep boring until you're untethered completely. I prefer you didn't continue to bully me until I'm untethered. Um, <laughs> it sounds like, you know, whether uh, intentionally or not, most of the people you've come in contact with uh, have died or gone missing uh, or cried. I can't, I can't, uh, can't argue that. Mm. Mm-hmm. That is true. <clears throat> you going to cry right now? <laughs> I might. You to cry? <laughs> I might. I, and I'm not ashamed to admit that I might cry. Um, oh, I don't, there's nothing wrong with crying. I didn't think I was going to cry today, uh, but I'll just have to change my calendar that says days without crying in 2021 uh, back to zero from uh, one. Wow. I'm sorry, buddy. I know that was a big part of your years, making sure that, that calendar, you're trying to get up to 365. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I had to. Uh, I I was trying to get to 365, and I had a. I I thought I kept having to reset. Um, yeah. Oh. But uh, maybe I'm too tethered to that calendar. Now you're starting to learn. <laughs> now you're starting to learn. Throw away the items. Throw away. Stop being tethered. Let yourself cry. Yeah, I'm just curious, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, give a give a second for the tears. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, good. That's great. You know, I think uh, I think crying can be very cathartic. I think it can be very cathartic mm. and very important. Um, I will ask, I guess, what's the end game for you, Dax? Hmm. Uh, like, what, what is the life end game, I suppose? To die alone, untethered. <laughs> wow, you are dangerously close to that. Uh... Uh, uh, my sister still calls me. <laughs> <laughs> so... We, I got a journey ahead of me, you know? Sounds uh-huh. like it. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. She's relentless, uh, yeah. huh? 
Yeah, she is. I mean, I even bring up that she's barren, and she still keeps calling me. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like, you are dry. You'll never have kids. You'll never have good life. She still doesn't give me a call. So we, got, we have to break her and, her and Ruby are my biggest challenges right now. <laughs> yeah. an, old woman, an old woman who can wrestle me to the ground and a, my sister who still has to fucking show me love. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, she sounds like a very understanding person. I will say mm-hmm. she sounds like a very... Very loving human being. I'm, I'm yeah. actually pretty surprised about that. You might want to hold on to her. No. That's not the point, but okay. <laughs> clearly, clearly you two aren't listening, but all right. Well, I, I, listen, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I, I feel like the longer we're on the call, the more you're sort of tethered to this interaction. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> I am curious, you know, is there anything uh, you know about Brian that maybe we would be surprised about? Maybe something mm, that yeah. could help us solve the case. Solving the case. Um, you know what looks strange about him? Hmm. Is that um, he had a lot of, I don't know what this means. He had a lot of toucan paraphernalia. <laughs> mm. Like, it, the bird, two yeah. can, you know, get a lot of that. Like, his car had, had two cans in it. He had like a, not, not only like a mirror, like mobile two can. He had one that was like one of those Hawaii, you know, the, you know the, little, the little women on your dashboard? Mm-hmm. It was that, but it was a two can. It was like a woman on the bottom half, a toucan on the top. He had a toucan. He had some decals. They're all toucan. And you well, know what he'd say to me in the morning? It would really tick me off. What? He'd say, he said, he, he would always, he would always start to say, good morning. Have a, and I, he would always say, like, toucan, toucan to you. Now, look what the fuck does that mean? Hmm. You try to, you, you, it's like he was trying to figure out a pun with me every morning, but he never could land on it. Hmm. Well, that is, is that something interesting. I, it is a little bit. It seems like maybe he was saying like, "You can," you know, like a, uh, "Yes, we can," like a, "Si se puede." Uh, yes, we can. Maybe or he also does love the Rainforest Cafe, and a toucan is a popular image from that. Oh, yeah. But that's fascinating that he would use that so adamantly with somebody who was such a bully. Do you think maybe he was pushing you to try and kill him? I mean, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Somebody that constantly couldn't, incapable of untethering themselves, usually seeks somebody else out to get untethered, you know? Mm. Hmm. So I wouldn't put it past somebody, you know. Yeah. Hmm. You know who my hero is? Hmm. I'm sorry. Say you know who again. My hero is? Who's your hero? Kavorkian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That guy okay. knew what it was all about. 
Okay. To be fair, when you say something like that, it does make me feel like the John Wayne thing was less of an accident. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was an accident. I just leaned into it. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, yeah. Any other questions, Clark, for Dax? No, I think this has been very, very helpful. Owen, do you have anything else you'd like to ask right now? Uh, any skydiving tips for our listeners? Uh, do it often. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I appreciate you giving us the time. I mean, you, you've been mm-hmm. very helpful. We really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Huh. Of course. Sorry to keep you on this call for so long that's all right that's all right that's all right that's all right i i, I mean i i drove for i just drove for about 25 minutes you know you've been driving this whole time no no no, no. i was driving I, I apologize i i wanted to get a little something to eat before we had our call so i drove about 25 minutes to a diet to get some uh, takeout and uh i got a steady and i got i'm stuck here until i can drive back to ruby's <laughs> the fumes, you know. So yeah. it's, gonna be, it's gonna be about another like couple couple hours before I can. Oh, okay. Uh, well, back there. good luck with that bullying. It's going great so far.